The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is Cowboys Storyline, and I am Nick Eatman, and I'm here with nobody once again. I was on a Cowboys break this morning. It was nice to be back for a little bit. Had some guys to talk to, but nope, this is the show, and it is the storyline, and man, do we have a storyline. I'm supposed to be able to talk all about the game, two days removed from our first game. That's what we were going to chat about until... Zach Martin, the number one storyline of camp. It looks like he will be back with the team right now as, we, as we're as we here talking. They're, they're finalizing a deal, agreeing to um, an extension that will, will pay him about $8.5 over the next two years, guaranteed. So he was, uh, from from what I've gathered here, was making about 13 a year. Now he's up to about 18 a year for the next two years. So... Um, that is, is putting him in, 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 the, in the talk of obviously one of the, the uh, highest paid guards in the league. He's obviously, in my opinion, the best guard in the league. But, you know, contracts aren't always about just who's the best right now. It's always it's about projection and, and um, potential and, and, and down the road. And so um, that's when you're talking with a 33-year-old guard. you got to kind of figure all that kind of stuff out. But, you know, I think the game mattered. I mean, offensive line wasn't good. Um, it wasn't good in the first half. And, and yeah, it was backups going up against the second team. I mean, the first team for the Jaguars. But that happens in the games. I mean, some of these guys, if you get hurt, you got to play in, in the game. And I think, I think that factored in. I really do think that it factored into this. And, you know, Cowboys – are going to give Zach, I think, I think what, what he wants. I mean, we'll see when he comes in here and if he talks to the media in the next few days. But, you know, this is, this is I think everyone feels much better about this situation now. And, and you know, that's it's kind of what holdouts, that's what happens. You know, you, you, you wait and see, you know, what at the situation changes. And maybe he wanted more than what the Cowboys did. Who knows what the negotiations are. It just All I know is that it looks like Zach Martin will be uh, in camp uh, as of Monday night, he'll he'll probably be out on the field in some capacity on Tuesday, and you know that's uh, training camp can can officially get underway. As Nate Newton said, I talked to Nate, he's you know big big offensive lineman, you know the guard talk. He was like, now training camp can can start, and so um, of course you ask some of these other guys that have been grinded for a while. I bet you the, they, the training camp's been going for a while, but uh, that's the big news, man. Big news to get Zach Martin um, back here and, and, and hopefully happy and, and, and excited about uh, this next season. I think he's he's the best uh, you know offensive lineman, I think, in the league. I think he's one of the two best offensive linemen in, in Cowboys history, along with Larry Allen. I, I I believe that that's where Zach Martin is. I think he's a future Hall of Famer. Uh, I'm not breaking news there. Certainly, Ring of Honor type guy, and you know it just. Uh, it, but more than anything, a leader, a leader on your team, leader in your locker room, and and I don't think that that this situation will affect his his legacy or anything like that. I, I think that you know it's a business. It always has been. Some of the greatest players in Cowboys history have been cut. Uh, you know, the Troy Aikmans and Emmett Smiths and Deion Sanders, those guys were cut. You know, so it's a business at the end of the day, and Zach Martin felt like he had to take care of his business as well. So uh, 
apply. I, I could always see both sides of this, and um, and so I'm I'm glad that that looks like the the two uh, sides are resolved. So, um, so that that's the big storyline. Hard to top that. They, they did have a, a game against Jacksonville. Um, we can go through some of the you know the main things that happened there. I wrote a column about it. I thought. Deuce Vaughn was everything we thought he'd be, and 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 more. You know, he he's a he's a running back that that's that's going to get screen passes, and he's going to get the ball and right in between the tackles, and he's going to go over the middle and make catches and jump up in the air, and he did all that. I mean, I, I he he's um, it's going to be interesting now to see what the Cowboys do with him. I guess I can take my badge off here. I'm here on the show. Um, I think he he's going to be a guy that you. I think they play him some against Seattle, but I would play him early. I would, I'd, I'd get him out there. I want to see what he can do against the best competition with the best blockers. We saw what he can do in the second half of a game. We'll see what he can do in the first half. I don't see him doing a whole lot more after that. I think he's made the team. He's just too dynamic of an offensive player not to, to have somewhere on your football team. Um, I think you know it's, win, it's one game. But I, you know, he he he. There's no way he should have lasted as long as he did in the draft, because because you know I say this all the time. College football is not that different than pro. It really isn't. The, it's the same game. It's 100 yards. They 53 yards wide. I mean, they you keep score the same. If you're an all-American player in college, there's probably a spot for you in the NFL. And you know, we, we get caught up in measurables and all that kind of stuff. And, again, I understand it's one game. I'm not saying this guy is, is going to be the next Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, even the next Darren Sproles. All I'm saying is, is there's a spot for playmakers on this team. You saw them lose to the 49ers in the playoffs because they didn't have any playmakers. And it, what it looks like is a guy that made plays in college his whole life. He's made plays. He plays his first game. He made plays. Guy's making the team. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. Who else played well? Uh, Jalen Tolbert. Really nice seeing what he did. I was really impressed with his game. The offensive pass interference I thought was bogus. I don't really care about the call. It's a preseason. doesn't matter. He went up and got the football. You want him to show some dog in him. Well, he did. He went up and got the ball. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. They went and scored on that anyways, and he scored the touchdown. So he got a touchdown out of it. I uh, thought he played really well in the game. Uh, Dennis Houston did a nice job. It's kind of what he does. Preseason training camp, Dennis Houston will do his thing. Uh, so let's see if, you know, how that translates. I thought Cavante Turpin took a step back, uh, you know, not only with the fumble on the on the kick, on the punt return, but had some had some issues there, dropped the ball. Uh, sounds like there were some alignment issues for him. So, you know, when you're trying to clarify, okay, who's the fourth receiver, fifth receiver, <laughs> things like that, I thought uh, Tolbert did a nice job of separating himself into the pack there. Um, defense, I thought that, you know, the depth really showed. The defense just trotting out. I mean, you can't keep everyone out of the game. So you had good players out there playing on defense as backups. And they, they did a good job. I mean, Sam Williams and, and Dante Fowler and Damone Clark, who's not really a backup. I think he's a starter. And we're going to talk with Damone Clark actually later uh, here on, the, on our next break. We're going to bring uh, Damone up here and chat with him. So I'm um, excited to talk to him. But, you know, I just thought the depth on defense really showed. That, that's, a, that's impressive to see. And then on, um, on special teams, you know, kicker is, is, is a big deal here. 
Brandon Aubrey's getting the reps. You know, made a couple of kicks, missed an extra point. Didn't look good with that. Um, kickoffs were, were, were good, strong, out of the back of the end zone. Um, I'm not comfortable with the kicker situation. I'm just not. I'm not comfortable with the guy that didn't do it in college at all. He was a soccer player. He's done it a little bit in the USFL. I'm just I, – I, this is too good of a football team, I think, to take a chance on that. Um, I, it's fine to let this guy try and see, but I think he's going to have to be absolutely perfect. I want to see him in Seattle, you know, good environment there. On the road, maybe make a 50-yarder field goal. I'd like to see that. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I would lean towards a veteran. I really do. But but you got to give this guy all the opportunities to see if he can impress you. But, it, you know, this this is a good football team, and, and you've got to have some, some uh, confidence in your kicker. And I don't know if the Cowboys really have it right now. But, again, it's one preseason game. And we'll see what happens in the next next couple. But overall, the best thing that happened in the game was the fact that they interviewed Mike McCarthy, and he said, you know, injuries are minor to Malik Jefferson, minor to Nishan Wright, Junior Fihoko should be back. That's pretty, you know, that's a good thing on a preseason game. Number one, no real injuries. You got individuals that did well, and you know, that's 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 that. So I thought, that, you know, overall, week one out of the shoot, pretty good. Uh, for the Cowboys, and obviously they get here Monday and come to find out that they're now going to have Zach Martin in training camp, and he'll be here for the last week and should be ready to go, obviously, when it matters the most against the Giants. All right, so that's some pretty good storylines for you. We are going to take a break. When we come back, Demone Clark's going to join us, and we're going to answer your questions later on in the show. Be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. Want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, 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 the Cowboys Storylines. Welcome back, Cowboys Storyline. And as promised, we've got Damone Clark, Cowboys second year linebacker with us. And one of the guys that a lot of people are, are talking about from the game on Saturday. You didn't play a ton, but when you did, you were flying around out there. How did it feel for you to be out there and play again? I mean, it felt good being out there, just going back, thinking about my time last year, not not being able to have an off season, not being able to, you know, just participate with the guys and just getting thrown in last year. I was excited, you know, go out there, just have fun, playing the game that I love to play. So this was like, this had to go back to like high school scrimmage days because there's no preseason in college. You didn't have a preseason last year. Mm-hmm. So you never really played games that don't really count. But I have a feeling with your mentality, they all seem to kind of count. I mean, everything counts to me because obviously, like, at the end of the day, you want to put good stuff on film and you you are who you put on film. Right. So it meant something to me. You know, it might not mean the entire record, but to me, it's another game for me to go out there and play. I've been playing football since I was five years old. So I love, I want to make it to the NFL. So every chance I get to get on the field, preseason, regular season, it don't matter. I'm going to go out and get my all. What has been the big difference, though, from last year to, to this year, maybe from a conditioning standpoint? Do you feel lighter, leaner, bigger, stronger? What, what's been a big difference? I mean, I would say uh, mentality, and I would say just trusting myself. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that's been different for me, you know, just going out there and just trusting my keys, trusting that the coach is going to put us in the right position to make the play. I'm gonna take you back to, to last year. So when you got here, you were you were praised a lot from your mentality of like, hey, I'm. It doesn't matter what people think. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna try to play this year. What? Why do you think that was different from maybe the Cowboys' view of your injury to other people that thought maybe he wasn't gonna play at all this year? I mean, I just think people on the outside, you know, obviously, you know, just the Cowboys. So people gonna you know always have something to say. It happens, so I just. Yeah. Yeah, it happens, you know. So my biggest thing was just coming here, controlling the things that I could control. You know, I had all the faith that I was going to play this year. You know, I I have one father, and that's God. You know, I believe in God. God, you know, he, he told me, you're you going to play this year. Be ready. Man. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, bro, just stay ready so you ain't have to get ready. It's like the second time we've heard that for that line here uh, and this week. Um, great, great stuff. Also, your fifth round – class last year I mean Deron Bland was one of the biggest you know surprises you're a pretty big surprise as well just to, like you said just to play you feel like this class what is it about that year two jump you know what what happens year one you kind of get your feet wet but then year two you're able to make that leap uh is there something is it more weight room what, what, what do you think is the big difference there I mean to me I think it go back to the mentality part you know obviously like the biggest thing for me going from year one to year two is just to take that jump Right. You know, be the best Damone Clark I can be. Saying I, I can speak for DB too. It's the same thing for all the second year guys. You know, the biggest thing they want us to do is take that second year jump. You know, just talking to a lot of the coaches, the second year is when you can kind of fall off. You know, last year was a learning experience for us. Now it's time. Now it's time to step up. Well, we got this is a 
this is a fan show too. We get a lot of fans in, in engagement here. Uh, so I've been able to tweet something out real quick. I'm gonna get some some questions from the fans because they seem to they, they they know you pretty good here. Like this one from Mike Poland. Which was your biggest highlight? Getting the number 18 jersey or getting drafted? That's oh. somebody that knows what they're talking about here yeah, because that, they know the tradition. At number, if you wear number 18 at LSU. Means you're you're a baller both on and off the field, right? Yeah, I mean, I, me personally, I would say, I would say getting drafted. You know, I mean, obviously the number 18 at LSU, the history behind it, it means a lot. But I know I got 18 just for being the guy that I am. You know, the, the same guy that I am today. You know, so I would say getting drafted because there's a lot of guys. You know, play football. I've been playing since I was five years old, and we all dream of playing in the NFL. And you, we're all a part of that small percentage that get to get a chance to play. So I, I would say getting drafted. All right, this this question from Magneto, he, he wants to get you in trouble, basically. He says, rank the Dallas linebackers from fastest to slowest. You don't, really, you don't really have to, to go all the way to the slowest, but maybe maybe the, the top two or three, who's the fastest linebackers on the team? I mean, I, I'm the fastest linebacker. I, okay. I'm number one. So then I guess it doesn't matter after that, huh? No, I don't. Yeah. Usain Bolt never cared who finished second and third because he was up there winning. Yeah, so if, you, if you look behind you, then you slowing down, they're going to catch you. Okay. But, I mean, we – Honestly, to be honest with you, we all can run. We yeah. all being, we all can run. All right. So it starts with Damone Clark, and then it doesn't really matter after that. All right. So uh, Phil Zoppi, what players on film do you watch to try to model your game after? Um, I would say Fred Warner. Fred okay. Warner is a guy. Devin White, my fellow LSU brother. There you go. And uh, Darius Leonard, you know, those three guys. And I got Layton sitting right alongside me too. <laughs> so even Layton, you know, just – I can't leave Leighton out, but what does he help you with the most? What does he help you with? Man, Leighton's a good guy, bro. Like a lot of people might not know that. You know, a lot of people might only know Leighton on the field, but off the field, Leighton is a, a good guy. He'll give you the shirt off his back. You know, he's a guy that even my, during my rehab process last year, he used to come sit in my rehab session with me. Yeah. You know, small stuff like that meant a lot to me. You know, it was times when I was just standing on the side. He always told me, "But just be ready, stay ready." And then you know, the Bears game. I got went on the field and he was smiling. He was happy for me to be out there. So I, man, Layton, that guy means a lot to me, bro, because he, even in the off season, just working out with him in the off season, watching film with him, just picking his brain, just making sure I'm seeing the same thing that he's seeing. So, bro, he, he's a huge role to me, you know, having success. He's the he's the the wolf hunter. What 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 is your nickname? You have one. You have no. Nah, to be honest with you, I don't even have no. I don't have one. I just just fly around, make plays. I, I guess I tell the fan get one for me. Get one, know. okay. Well, that, we can we can definitely get that. Yeah. Last one, they drafted Mozzie Smith. Obviously, Jonathan Hankins up front. What do big guys like that mean for linebackers that like to run around? I mean, you just named two two of our big guys, but you know, I would say all of our big guys. You know, a big thing just having those guys up front that free up chances for us to make plays, take a shot, and make a play. I did say last one, but I'm gonna steal one. Tony Dorsett. Does that do anything for you? Have you heard that that name? I mean, anybody when you when you put it on the thirty three, you know, historically that's one of the fi- famous running backs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, like I, I met Tony Dorsett, talked to him, really cool guy. But I mean, honestly, when I first started playing football with the South Baton Rouge Jaguar, I was number thirty three anyway. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. Like when I found out thirty three was open, I thought back to my roots. Me wearing 33, and then obviously knowing that the great Tony Dorsett wore 33. So for me, it was like going back to my childhood and just, you know, got to honor the number because 
Tony Dorsett was really good running. Yeah, back, he was. You know he I mean? was definitely good. He was good with the ball in his hands. I would imagine when you get the ball in your hands too, you're probably gonna you're gonna make some plays. I'm waiting on that opportunity, but <laughs> I am. I'm gone. Awesome. All right, there. There's the new 33, Damone Clark. Uh, we really appreciate you stopping by. We're gonna be right back on Cowboy Storyline to finish the show and answer your questions. Be right back. Appreciate you. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. Want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back, back to Cowboys Storylines. Back for the final segment here. Cowboys Storyline. want to thank Damone Clark for coming by. Really good stuff out of him. Love seeing his his career path so far just just a just a great um story for him just to a, a player that thinks he's going to be a second round pick maybe maybe higher than that and then has an injury that they that they find out that took him off the draft board for many teams and cowboys were able to do some research keep him on their board and, and got him in the games last year and so now you get into year two and i mean he, he's 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 way ahead of where we thought he'd be and, and, and just looks like he's ready to go. His business-like approach is amazing. So uh, one of the guys that I think is going to take this defense even even more over the top. All right, let's get some questions here. Um, 
one of the questions was about Zach Martin. Of course, that's the biggest news of the day. Zach Martin has agreed to a new deal. will be at practice on Tuesday. Um, one of the questions from Jake Benoist, he says, what's the downside to paying and extending Zach? Is it just the dead money in the future? Uh, it seems like the, the time to win is now. Um, that's the that's the downside to any contract. I mean, the, the, any contract that you pay is a downside is that they're not going to perform to that level. I mean, that's simple as that. I mean, no different than Trayvon Diggs, Malik Hooker. I mean, now obviously when you pay older players, yeah, you could say, well, he's he's got what is it eight eight million eight and a half million guaranteed over the next two years on top of what he was already making. So, in the, in it looks like around eighteen million per season. Um, for a 33-year-old, but a 33-year-old that is not slowing down. He's just—he hasn't. He hasn't shown that. He's an All-Pro player. He's been an All-Pro player since the moment he got here, and he's an All-Pro player now. If you care about Madden ratings, heck, Madden's got him at a 99 right now. So he, this isn't a contract for what he's done. This is a contract of what they think he's going to do. And yes, there was there was a little, you know, a, a battle there going on, and. Uh, I don't know if you'd call a winner or a loser. I, I, I think the winners are the Cowboys as a team. Dak Prescott's the winner. You know, the running backs. I mean, the, uh, the, whoever – Tyler Biotish is a winner. I mean, you got you got a guy lining up next to you at right guard, and, and whoever's going to play a tackle, whether it's Steele or, uh, you know, eventually it will be, that, that, that's, that's what – you know, that's what makes this thing work the, the most. So, big time – Big time news for the Cowboys, and and I think that you know getting Zach uh, done uh, will only take him to another level here. All right, more questions here. How about what position? This is from Dennis Nelson. What player or position do you see that could be used to trade for an area of need before the final cuts? D line flipped or O line perhaps? I don't I don't see O line depth even with Zach Martin coming back. I don't see O line depth for trade. Sorry. D line, perhaps. There's too much going on in the D line. I mean, there, there's too many, there's too many drafted players that are at backups. I just don't. Where where is it going to shake out? Quentin Bohanna is in the in the back end of this. I mean, Neville Gallimore is in the back end. Um, you know, you, they drafted Junior Fihoko. I mean, Chauncey Golston. I mean, and these are all backup uh, linemen and, and tackles. So I can see D line being being one there for sure. Uh, but other than that, not a whole lot of other depth. Maybe tight end. I don't want to get into names, but perhaps tight end if you wanted to go that route. But I don't, I don't see that happening, really. All right, how about Victor Perez? What most impressed you on Saturday and what gave you the most concerns? Uh, what impressed me the most, I thought I – saw, saw, thought the receivers I and mean, we talked about this earlier I thought the receivers did a, did a nice job um, I, I like the play calling and the offense I like I like the structure of the offense I like crossing routes over the middle I like guys running in open spaces so that was impressive I thought the receivers did a good job uh, what concern the most uh, concerns well I mean like I said before the kicker it's a concern to me you got to make extra points. You can't miss them like that. Uh, I know it was one, but that's not the that's not the standard, you know. Um, I thought Cavante Turpin, you know, fumbling the ball on a punt return. I mean, that's, you know, it, it's like, 
You're supposed to be, all right, let's see what you do at receiver. You got this return thing locked up. You're good there. Let's just see what you do at receiver. And he fumbles right out of the bat. And and then dropped the pass at receiver as well. He did come back, have another catch. He's going to play in Seattle. He's going to be, I, I think he's going to be fine. I still think he's a dangerous kick returner. I really do. Uh, but we'll we'll see how, how it kind of shakes out with him and what, whether or not uh, having uh, Deuce Vaughn here changes any of that. All right, um, Shane Lee. He says, in Kansas City, the reigning champs have Mahomes play a series. Why do the Cowboys rest their starters, especially with a new system in place, shouldn't get as many live reps as possible? Shouldn't they get as many as possible? Um, to, yes, sure, you can, you can do that. Um, this team has been prepared for the regular season. Let's go back and look at the last few years. They they are ready. I mean, the, the 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 first half of the season. I mean, the first month of the season, they've been three and one most of the time. Sometimes two and two. Maybe four and zero oh one time. Like what they're doing is getting their guys ready to go. And I don't think you can make the, the argument that that they're not. Um, and you just don't want your starting quarterback to get hurt in the preseason or any player for that matter, to get hurt in the preseason. It's a risk versus reward. I just think they have confidence in what the, the work that they're doing out here against each other, against their, their defense, that that, that that is getting them ready to go. And so I don't – I just – I think that, that as great as you might feel, if they go out and, you're, and Dak plays in Seattle and goes four for five for 65 yards and a touchdown, you'd feel good about that. You'd feel really bad if he hurt himself and didn't play. I mean, so it's pros versus cons, and I just don't think that it matches up. <coughs> All right. Dustin Miller, who's your tight end three and four right now? Could we see a shakeup there? Ooh. Sorry, guys, trying to get as much water as I can here. Um, three and four tight ends. This is where I would I would lean on, like, Patrick or Derek to say something here. Um I think Ferguson is schoolmaker there. And then, you know, Hendershot, Sean McEwen, people want to just push him to the side, but the Cowboys really like him. They think he's a good player. They think he's very versatile. He's good special teams. He's also kind of a fullback role. So he's a guy that's going to factor in. And then you got John Stevens, who is like this year's Hendershot. And, and he had a really nice nice game and he's not going anywhere either so i'm gonna i'm not gonna say i don't know who three and four is right now but could we see a shakeup yeah you're gonna have to see a shakeup because they're not gonna keep six tight ends or five and yeah you're gonna see something there all right brett bender in your experience how much does a preseason game really show us for the regular season i guess i should have answered that in the other time we were talking just a few minutes ago about playing guys um not at all it doesn't help you at all. It really, I mean, I've just, I've seen, I can go back and look at it. Go look at the teams. Two years ago, really good team. 12 and 5 football team went 0 and 4 in the preseason. I've seen some 0 and 4 teams here that, that have gone in 2018. This was a really good team. They were 0 and 4 in preseason. I've seen 3 and 1 teams that didn't do anything. The worst team in Cowboys history, 1989, they were 1 and 15. They went 3 and 1 in the preseason. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. These these 
the what happens in the game doesn't matter. I think individually, though, it can. I think for a guy like a Dak Prescott, I think it mattered in the preseason, you know, when he was a rookie. So I'm not saying individually it don't matter in the preseason, but I do think overall wins, losses, and how the team plays and all that, no, not, not at all. All right, Daniel Barnett, who impressed you the most against Jacksonville that you weren't expecting to impress you? That's a good question because you can say who impressed you and then you throw out some guys that, that we've been talking about. But somebody that I wasn't expecting, um, how about Dennis Houston? Because, you know, that was last year's thing. You didn't hear a lot about him, but he actually had a pretty nice game as well. And, and he's kind of been under the radar this year, but Dennis, Dennis Houston is the guy I'll go with there. All right, Chuck Bradshaw, how does this roster compare – with the others you've seen since covering the Cowboys. It's it's probably top five. I mean, this is a good this is a really good football team. And so I it's it's early. It's got question marks. The running back uh, position's a little little shaky with the backup, and you don't even know if Tony Pollard how he's gonna be as the starter. But I like the receivers. I think they got a lot of depth at tight end now, and I think you got a lot of depth on defense. I think the defense is going to be nasty good. But because you don't really know exactly what's going on, a running backup running back, kicker is a little shaky. I don't I, I can't say it's one of the best um, you know, or the best, but I would say, you know, top 5 for sure. This is this this is a very talented team and I think this is a really good team that can go far. But you got to have luck kind of go your way. All right. One more drink of water. I think we're done here. Uh, it's been a it's been a it's been a good show, a lot happening here from Zach Martin to Damone Clark to your questions. We appreciate it. We're expecting some big time guests here to finish out training camp, so stay with us here. But we'll we'll uh, until tomorrow. We're gonna come back tomorrow. We got maybe maybe one maybe two guests tomorrow. You have to stay tuned for that. All right, for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you next time on Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!